You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. And I'm very excited about this particular article. It's starting to dive into a little bit more of some of our planning and the things that we've been talking about. And as a business owner, how do you use capital? And there, there is a master who uses capital. And in one of our episodes here in the future, we're going to talk about terminology called float and how float is used and the different scenarios, the different words that mean something very similar to float, but to the specifics of float. But bef- but I really don't want to go into that. What I want to go into is the master of utilizing capital. So one of the analogies I always do in my presentations with clients and prospective clients is imagine you have a stack of $10,000 sitting on your desk. What is that $10,000 worth? Now about 80 to 90% of the folks will say $10,000. They're thinking it's a, a trick question. And the reality is no, it's not worth that. It's a stack of paper. It's only worth what you use it for. So if you take that $10,000 and you decide to buy goods and services, right? So you spend it. You're going to get goods and services of $10,000. So if you have high inflation, like we've been talking about, you're going to buy less goods and services with that stack of $10,000 than you would have before the inflation and the costs went up, right? So the value is only based on what you spend it. Now, the opposite is true, where you can take that $10,000 and buy an asset. So for example, real estate is a common example. You can take that $10,000 as a 10% down payment, and you can buy a $100,000 property. So now you $10,000 now is worth 100,000. That's what you bought. It was an asset for 100,000. So it really depends on what you use the capital for. So I want to go through an article of Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett has been a master in utilizing capital and, and developing what he calls float. And we'll go through all of this in another episode. But I want to talk about back in the financial crisis. So our last episode, we talked about consumer debt. And one of the things I talked about was not just consumer debt, but as a business owner, how actually can you buy an asset that actually improves your cash flow? (laughs) It seems like almost an oxymoron. But the reality is Warren Buffett has spent his entire career doing just this. He's been a master of finding and utilizing capital to build wealth and not running into a building on fire, but being very, very thoughtful and assessing the situation. So let's go through this and look at this. I'm going to share my screen. This is an article that was written on January 21st, 2023, and it was on the Insider, all right, website called the Insider. And it says, Warren Buffett loaned $300 million to Harley Davidson during the financial crisis. Here's a look back at how he helped the motorcycle maker. Now, what's important about this, and you're going to find in this article, is that he actually could have made a ton more by actually buying the stock. But he actually made a conscious decision 
to be the debtor. So loaning this money to Harley Davidson and allowing them to do what they need to do. So let's go through this. So what we're going to talk about, Warren Buffett loaned about $300 million to Harley Davidson during the financial crisis. The motorcycle maker needed cash in the face of a softening demand and liquidity drying up. Okay. Now he made about $150 million in five years. Okay. So that's $30 million a year on that. So that's a 10% rate of return. Not shabby, is it? But could have ranked in a billion by owning the stock. Now, here's the argument. If he owned the stock, that 300 million bought stock, would they have the liquidity and the ability to use the 300 million that he loaned them? My answer is no. There, it's a difference. When you buy stock, he's not giving Harley Davidson 300 million like he did with borrowing or loaning that money to them. So let's go through this. So Warren Buffett, Buffett loaned just over 300 million to Harley Davidson in February of 09, when the storied motorcycle maker was reeling from a one-two punch of weaker demand and cash crunch during the financial crisis. A few weeks earlier, Harley-Davidson had unveiled a three-part plan to weather the downturn. It centered on investing in its brand, cutting expenses, and finding the money to cover its financing divisions, roughly $1 billion in yearly costs. Okay, Pretty much what every business was doing in the financial crisis. How do we invest in our business? How do we cut our expenses? And then how do we reorganize other areas of costs. Very basic, right? It's what you're going to start seeing right now if, if you haven't already seen it with a lot of companies, which is why the, a lot of tech companies are laying off people, right? They're, I hate to the, use the term cutting the fat, but the reality is what they're doing is they're cutting positions that aren't necessary needed to go to, through the a potential recession or downturn. Now, the first two elements translated into targeting younger and more diverse riders, closing plants, and combining operations and outsourcing some distribution and laying off about 1,100 employees or about 12% of its workforce. However, paralyzed credit markets made it tricky to fulfill the third part of the plan. So the company ultimately decided to borrow from its largest shareholder, Davis Selected Advisors, a great investment firm. When I was doing a lot of financial planning back in the day, they're a very good firm. Okay, I'm not suggesting you go invest with them. This is not investment advice. I'm just indicating they're a good firm, as well as Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. Well, hang on a second. Why would you reach out to Berkshire Hathaway? Well, Buffett also helped out Goldman Sachs during this period of time, as well as a handful of other companies in this type of same situation. Now, let's stay focused on this article. The pair effectively loaned it a combination of 600 million. So Davis Select Advisor, Brookshire Hathaway, 600 million total over five years at a 15% annual interest rate. You can control what your rate of return is as a business if you have cash and liquidity and capital, which Warren Buffett did. Opportunities to make money come in all different forms. In this particular situation, it came in the form of loaning money to another company. It was the bridge we needed to get us through a rough time, Harley-Davidson's finance chief, John Olin, told Fortune magazine in 2014. Now, 
That makes a lot of sense. Now, Warren Buffett's very smart. He's not going to loan that much money to a company he doesn't think is going to pay him back. Nor did Davis selected advisors. And I would agree that both Davis and Brookshire Hathaway said, hey, if we'll loan you the money if the other one's loaning you the money as well. Right? And so the manufacturer needed the cash to continue offering financing to motorcycle dealerships and retail customers and to keep its production lines rolling, Olin continued. The high interest rate loan was only option to borrow money without giving up a stake in the company, he added. So they didn't want to devalue, and it really wasn't going to devalue Harley-Davidson, but when you give up ownership, you keep less ownership, which means it you have less value. Okay. So in exchange for ownership, you're going to need to pay a higher interest rate. And at this time it was okay. Now here's the thing. The interest rate also, it's an expense. So it actually is a cost of doing business for the organization. So it's not that big of a concern. Now you as a personal consumer think, oh my goodness, 15% interest rate would kill us. Well, guess what? Your credit cards are doing that already. Okay. But as a business, it's a business expense, therefore a deduction, okay? Now, let's get back to the article. I knew enough to lend them money. Buffett struck a bunch of similar deals during the financial crisis. For example, he invested $5 billion in Goldman Sachs. $5 billion. With Harley-Davidson, he's talking about $300 million. With Goldman Sachs, it was $5 billion. And three billion dollars to General Electric back in the fall of 08. Okay. So he invested $8 billion into two separate companies in fall of 08. And then here comes Harley Davidson in 09 for 300 million. Credit remained virtually non-existent. Alice Schroeder said about that period in the snowball, Warren Buffett and the business life, the book. She wrote the book, the snowball, Warren Buffett, and the business life. Schroeder added, Buffett let an at interest rates that in some instances bordered on usurious. I don't even know what that means. My guess is that word means a lot of high interest rate kind of seems like criminal almost. But when you have the money and people need the money, you negotiate. Harley Davidson didn't do it with at gunpoint. Goldman Sachs didn't do it at gunpoint. General Electric didn't do it at gunpoint, right? They chose and it was a negotiation. The famed investor also displayed his ruthlessness when he refused Harley Davidson's request to repay its loan early. Brookshire said it was happy with the agreed terms the company told Fortune. Granted, now it may probably made sense for Harley Davidson to pay off the loan, but remember the deal was the deal and Buffett said, hey, I've got shareholders that I've committed to and that we said we're going to get X amount of rate of return. So our deal is our deal. Not a big deal. Buffett likely netted a solid $150 million in profit from the loan. Yet, he could have raked in over a billion dollars by investing $300 million in Harley-Davidson stock instead, as its shares more than quadrupled in value between 2009 and 14. Kudos to Harley Davidson's executive team for their three-part plan. Their three-part plan made so much sense to Buffett and Davis that they lent them $600 million 
that turned Buffett's probably 300 million into a billion. Davis probably could have done the same thing. Maybe they did. Okay. So Buffett, having the mind he had, didn't need to be greedy and get a billion dollars. What he wanted to do was work out a term to lend them money to make money in return. Okay. Very simple. A shareholder asked Buffett why he opted for debt instead of equity during Brookshire's annual meeting in 2010. He said, I knew enough to lend them money. I didn't know enough to buy the equity, the investor replied. Good for Buffett. Know what you know, don't know what you don't know. <laughs> I kind of like a business where your customers tattoo the, your name on their chest, he continued. But figuring out the economic value of that, I'm not sure even going out and questioning those guys, I'd learn much from them. Now, all he's saying is that there is this passion. There's this tribal following of Harley Davidson. The true could be the same of Apple, which is now he is a shareholder of Apple. Not at this time, but till he got to know and understand the business, he's saying, I don't understand the business. I understand people are passionate about it and therefore they put tattoos on their body about the brand, which means, hey, Makes sense that I could probably get my 150 back plus 15% interest. It's a business decision, and I think it's a very good one. Now, Buffett added that he made the loan because he felt confident at the time that A, Harley Davidson was not going out of business, and that B, 15% was going to look pretty damn attractive. <laughs> and it did, right? Now, Harley Davidson needed the money. So it made sense for them as well. Now, remember, this is part of their financing and restructuring and helping their financing. So they were offering financing, not to just to the dealerships, but their consumers. So Harley Davidson was going to make this money back, which they did. Now, keeping it simple, Berkshire made very good money, but simply determining Harley Davidson wouldn't go broke and lending it some much needed cash, Buffett said at the meeting, Buying its stock would have posed tougher questions such as whether the motorcycle market would shrink or the company's margins would suffer from the economic downturn, he added. The Harley-Davidson loan and other crisis-era deals showcased how Brookshire Hathaway's policy of keeping some cash in the bank and never going all in on stocks can pay off handsomely, Buffett noted. We felt very good about where the philosophy left us, he said. We actually could do things at a time when most people were paralyzed, and we'll keep running it in that way. Very, very important to understand. And you, as a business owner, has the same ability. Are you utilizing assets to create cash? Are you utilizing assets to create equity? Are you utilizing assets to be able to create capital? Not necessarily just for your existing assets, but adding other assets or, or creating some of these funds, cash as assets. If you're earning 3% on cash, does it make sense to make 15% in a deal like this? And it's not going to negatively affect or hurt your business, which is exactly what he did. If I'm sitting on cash in a financial institution, what's my return? Is that safety in that return, the cost of safety worth the return? And he made a really good business decision. You too can do the same. You too can do the same. You need to put yourself in a position like Warren Buffett has. Now, 
I'm not saying you need to be a billionaire to do this. In your particular situation, you actually could. Depends on your situation, depends on your assets, depends on your finances, your business. This is what we do in doing analysis and figuring out what your situation looks like to be able to, how do we do what Buffett does? I think he's such a smart investor, him and Charlie Munger. And I know a lot of times when there's down economic times, even in the financial crisis, he got crushed because his stocks weren't doing what they were doing. And of course, what, what did this, the market say? The, they're, they're washed up. They're old. They should retire. But for some reason, Buffett keeps making more and more and more and more and more and more money and continues to be in the top 10 wealthiest people in the world. It's not by accident. So thanks again for joining us. I uh, hopefully this was helpful. If you hey, if you like our stuff, subscribe. Get notifications that we have new stuff coming. This is really important. As a business owner, you have this ability. Warren Buffett's a business owner. There's these are principles that we use with our clients. So if you have comments, give us some comments. If you want to share this, share it, please. We're here for you to support you and give you content and information when you're busy trying to do your daily days, daily life, and you have 15, 20 minutes to listen to us. We greatly appreciate it. So Have a blessed day. Thanks so much. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.